Namaste. There is one thing common to all our humanity. And it is this that life is riddled with problems. <laughs> Ordinarily, when we look at life only from the surface, we think that the problem is due to this situation, that situation, this circumstance, that circumstance. And we try to change it. Very often, not change it, but exchange it. Meaning thereby, we, we only keep on changing objects, but not really situations and circumstance. If, really speaking, the problems of life were due to outer situation and circumstance, as some thinkers suggest, then by change of circumstance and situation, life would be beautiful. For instance, there are people who suggest that the poor suffer because of poverty. If that be the reason why there is problem, if people suffer because of poverty, then in rich countries and when people have a lot of money, there should be no problem. But this is not true. The poor have their problem, the rich have their problems. Only thing is the nature of problem is different. Similarly, some people believe that being alone, being single is a problem. Some think that marriage is a problem. And only difference is when they are single, they have the option of getting married. But when they are married, the option of being single. <laughs> Some believe that if you don't have a child, life will be comfortable. And some believe that having one child is not enough, we should have another child and then with child comes new set of problems. So basically, uh, situation and circumstances are not the cause of problem. So what really is the cause of problem? The cause of problem is embedded within the limits of the human consciousness. We have limits to our thinking, limits to our understanding, limits to our knowledge, Limits to the power with which we can deal with problems. Limits to even our capacity to feel joy, to feel peace. We cannot feel under joy. It's very surprising. After some time, there will be something or the other. Just the very joy will begin to tire. So, according to Indian thought, spiritual thought, the problem lies within because human consciousness is very limited. So it cannot solve this problem in every way. It's limited in terms of time. You have a short period of lifespan. And it's limited in terms of uh, all the senses and the rational mind and its capacity to handle things. Analyzing this way, some thinkers, spiritual thinkers think that because human consciousness is limited and within these limits, you cannot really solve any problem. You can't even understand the problem. It's like, can a child really understand why the parents are worried? Child cannot understand. How much ever he may stretch his mind, how much ever he may try to empathize, he cannot understand the problems of the parent. Similarly, in our state of consciousness, we cannot really understand why destiny works in a certain way, why circumstances, situations, all these come before us. 
and we try to use certain theories like karma and all that but they are all ways and means to explain away they don't really i mean to say that you did something therefore this happening is as good as saying that you know there is very little you can do about it so seeing this situation of life which lives in more or less a perpetual misery or rather moves from one misery to another punctuated with moments when there is apparently a smooth sailing some spiritual thinkers some spiritual mystics have or most of them have declared that well within the human frame there is no solution real solution so come out of the human frame that's where the tendency towards moksha comes that if you remain within the human consciousness limits of human consciousness problems will only change their faces come out of the human consciousness get rid of the cycle of birth and death and rebirth and you are freed but we don't know freed from where and freed into where what does it mean to be free does it mean that when we don't come back to cycles are we going to live on some other plane of consciousness probably from where we do not have any further evolution but also we live in some beatific state or else we'll get dissolved completely into lay or moksha this is one line of thought another line is we don't know about all this higher planes of consciousness etc but we should try to make the most of what we can within this limited frame so that's where human mind devises rules ethics ways of life rational ways of thinking how to organize life organize society create a just order and we know that that also doesn't really solve the problem it only for a moment applies some balm but again the problem erupts so according to shurbindo the problem is of course the limited consciousness of humanity but the solution is neither an escape into the beyond nor it is to do what best we can within the limits but rather to change our consciousness as long as our consciousness remains human we will suffer one way or the other made be disease made be some kind of sorrow made be some kind of uh, even desire satisfaction creates its new set of problem because you want to perpetually keep it continue it which is not possible in this circumstance of the world be it ultimately the body's incapacity even to share and enjoy so as a result of that problems will be there but this consciousness can be changed by coming in contact with higher and higher ranges of consciousness without leaving the body this what shirobindo proposes that the only solution we can find lasting solution to the human problem and the human enigma is change of consciousness what it means what does change of consciousness means it means a new birth right now we operate our operating system is the mind the rational mind at the best but in most of us even this rational mind is asleep we don't use it we normally use the vital mind vital mind is the mind which imagines things so based on that we get anxious we are full of fears because we are not even looking at life rationally still below is the pure instinctive sense mind which is acting and reacting based on every little sensation every little thing it sees every little thing it hears is reacting 
but rational mind is the ultimate operating system and rational mind depends on the senses but a new birth means that it's no more the mind which operates the mind is there it's not dropped it continues to function but it is subordinated to something deeper and higher that deeper something in man is the psychic consciousness and that higher something in man is the spiritual mind higher ranges of consciousness so if human beings can change from this limited mental mind centered worse still vital centered consciousness into a deeper psychic and a higher spiritual consciousness then we will at least be on the way to solve the problems at least we will understand the problem correctly we will no more understand it from an egocentric point of view the mind creates egocentric um, uh, ways of looking at life and therefore it creates problem where there may be none we may wonder how take for instance you are standing in a sea and there are number of waves which are passing or a river and the waves that are passing so you want to catch hold of a wave and you say it is mine so what is it it is the ego has tried to possess something which is not by its very nature can it cannot be possessed so from the egocentric view where we look at things as exclusively belonging to me that itself generates problem where none exist because the wave was never meant to be caught or held by anyone you can bathe in the wave you can be happy with the wave but the moment you try to catch a wave the moment you try to uh, you know um trap the sunshine you will be unhappy it's egocentric view so what is the psychic view vision of things it looks at the entire ocean and the waves as not belonging to oneself does it mean then it lives like an animal no it looks at these waves and when they come within one's own range or field of consciousness it does the best that it can with each wave but also knows that one day these waves will pass further pass into other fields not other hands it will pass into other fields through other experiences when it comes it's not filled with excitement but it takes it as a trust of god it is given to me at this point of time i must do the best that i can and when it goes away takes it as something which is offered to the divine this is the way the psychic consciousness looks at life higher spiritual consciousness not only looks at it differently it also brings in a greater power to deal with each wave as it comes each wave of time which builds circumstances or each stroke of fate as we want to call it what is the psychic consciousness way of dealing with these waves when it sees the waves has come it takes it that it it is a wave given to me by time and it always aspires for truth beauty and good and offers that wave to the divine knowing that as long as it is with in my field the best possible one would want to do should be done but when it passes into other fields it will pass because it never really belong to oneself so with this state one in, um, you know most of these problems one understand then to the psychic they are not problem but challenges evolutionary challenge and these challenges are going to come as we grow develop more and more it's like when you have a child
you are given a 10 piece puzzle five piece puzzle in fact when a child grows then how many piece puzzle pieces mount 50 pieces 100 pieces 500 pieces 5000 piece puzzle so similarly when our consciousness is like a baby infant the puzzles of life are also given very uh, minimum issues are there but as the consciousness grows in complexity the puzzles also become more and more challenging so one option is not to grow up some people are very afraid of growing up they don't want to go through schooling <laughs> other option is really to grow up the problem is this midway is not a very happy state to be in one is that one refuses not to grow up means i'll refuse to see i'll refuse to understand i will just let things be as they are and curse god complain this is like refusal to grow up refusal to learn what that situation circumstances teaching me and the other solution this for a moment may insulate us but not for long because nature is bent upon teaching us and making us grow the other is to really grow up not to grow up only halfway through understanding the problem only from a limited perspective but to really grow into the vast into the true into the right and then look at things and then try to organize life from a higher perspective so the future depends on a change of consciousness if life is riddled with seemingly impossible challenges take it that god loves you loves you too much that's why all these challenges have come if there is no challenge in life one can take it that i am still in the kindergarten nursery of god schooling life is all too comfortable and that's okay that's a early stage of development but as we grow challenges come and if we don't understand these challenges in the right way then they take the form of crisis all crisis is a prelude to a change and the change that is required is not change of circumstance not change of situations but change of consciousness when consciousness changes circumstances will change they are bound to change because circumstances are results not causes so shurbinder and the mother ask us to take this leap through which a change of consciousness can take place to remain human is to be forever tied to ignorance is to be forever tied to some kind of misery and pain to transcend the human into the spiritual and eventually the supramental being is to find a permanent radical solution to the problems that right now besiege man so what does such a being do one last little thing such a being who has discovered solutions to his problems well he will not be content with his own little solutions because each person brings because of his unique individuality his own unique set of problems so he will be truly engaged in what is known as lok sangraharth sarvabhuti terata he would want that this problem be solved not only for me but for all who are upon this earth that's why the prayer of the upanishad is so much valid always sahana bhavatu may all 
also may we hear the auspicious may we see the auspicious may all of us discover the beauty the goodness the truth of life and in that process help each other grow that's the way forward for man a change of consciousness is the only lasting solution all else is only a covering like you paint a house it looks new but it's cracking up from inside all the time